0: This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan.
1: Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast. We're on episode 104 for this Friday, the 7th of October. And this podcast is brought to you by our friends at County Tipperary Skillnet. Upskill with County Tipperary Skillnet. Bring your career to the next level with their new leadership development program. You can book now on www.countytipperaryskillnet.com. So how was your week? Hope it went well sad to hear the news this week that after 62 years in business, O'Gorman's Bakery closed. Likewise with Daybreak and Clarehand, they closed its doors after 10 years in business. A new central store, however, has opened across from the railway station. And Best of luck to Emmett and Claire Mansell. Congratulations, too, to O'Donnell's Crisps, who picked up a Blana Heron Award for their, mmm, cheese and onion flavour. Do you know what I'm thinking of right now? Ah, you got it. A nice O'Donnell's crisps, cheese and onion flavour sandwich. Maybe Hickey's grinder bread, some butter, and those crisps in between, all crunched down with a nice mug of tea. I can dream, can't I? We also see service awards were handed out by the Clonmel Scouts this week. 10 years went to Legs Lanigan and 30 years to June O'Loughlin. Congratulations to you both. If you're having a walk in Marleyfield Forest now, you'll notice the brand new benches and tables have been installed. So you can bring a a nice little picnic along with you there. And what on to Bridget Burke from Elm Park, who recently won the best apple tart competition at Clonmel Apple Fest. Wow. Love a bit of apple tart, don't you? All this food's making me hungry. All right, so what is coming up this week on the Clonmel Podcast? Well, it's our Clonmel's Wild Geese feature, and we're off to Spain to chat to Ben Kane. News on Eve Whelan's free gig in town, fitness for the over-55s, what's on at IMC Cinemas here in Clonmel, and an open weekend at the Loretto. Plus, lots more, all coming up.
0: The Clonmel Podcast.
1: But first, Drag Bingo is coming to town, and I found out more from Tina D. Parton. Drag Bingo comes to Fennessey's Hotel and Bar on Sunday afternoon, this coming Sunday, the 9th of October at 3pm. And it's a pleasure to have on the Clonmel podcast, Tina D. Parton. Tina, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, and how are you? And thank you so much for having me here.
1: So, Tina, listen, I know you're joined by, am I right in saying, Kenny Todgers will be with you on Sunday?
0: So, Kenny Todgers is a an amazing drag king from... Count Kerry, who I've had the pleasure of working with a few times, and we decided after teaming up for Clarmel Pride for the past two years to try and develop more in ClonMel. And we decided that one way of going about that was a drag bingo.
1: What can we expect from drag bingo, Tina?
0: To expect is... Look look forward to. Don't expect too much. Look forward to. Yes. Absolutely. So basically what this is, is it will be a mixture of a cabaret show with a traditional bingo. And it'll be lighthearted, fun, uh, lots of comedy, uh, just very easygoing show. Uh, Kenny and I will be performing some of our favorites. Um, For example, Kenny and I will be probably doing our Dolly Parton and Kenny uh, Kenny Rogers tribute and then Kenny will be doing more stuff that everyone knows like Shwadawadi or um, I'm trying to persuade him to learn Joe Dolan and then I'll be doing some channels channels dancing and bingo of course and oh absolutely yes we'll be doing a full game of bingo and It could be a very easy going. So it won't be like the bingo hall, you know, where it's very regimented. This is just going to be laid back, easy going, fly through it, fly through the show and have a very easy going afternoon from three to five. So it's nice and early during the day that people can come, bring the friends, you know, maybe after having Sunday dinner and the Sunday mass in that morning, you know, (laughs) come to the bingo, enjoy yourself and then go home. And you're still, you know, Still catch the six o'clock news when you get home.
1: Fantastic. So, <laughs> how much are
0: tickets, Tina? So we've decided we're not going to charge tickets on doors per se. What we're going to do is charge per bingo sheet, because with Fennessy's being um, a public bar, that there might be some patrons that maybe just aren't into bingo, whatever. So what we decided is that we'll just charge for bingo sheets, and we will have a bucket there on the night that if anyone wants to throw in a few bob going towards fuel because I'm coming from awfully Kenny's actually coming from literally the back the back arse of Kerry <laughs> and we're driving from Cor- <laughs> we're driving from Wexford that morning because Kenny and I are doing a show the night previous in Wexford so we're literally going from Wexford to Clamel and then from Clamel back to Cork for him to go back to Chile and for me to go back to uh, Port Leash yeah, so okay. as I say, if anyone wants to show a few up in the book for a few, would be more than welcome. Um, it'd be ten euro per bingo, uh, bingo sheet, and we will have prizes on the night. And it's all run by Kenny and I, and we will be doing this again in association with Clonmel Pride. But this, uh, we felt that this event would be very different because the reaction to the event already publicly is phenomenal.
1: It seems um, like a great crank.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The amount of messages that both Kenny and I have received from members of Clamell's community going, um, can we bring such and such and such and such? And I'm going, yeah, of course. You know, bring your friends, bring your family. That's the whole point. It's, it's just something different. And the fact that it's early on the, early in the day on Sunday, the people can relax, that they don't have to you know, worry about drinking too late or if they don't want to drink at all, you know, that there is that option. And Fennessy is such a warm, welcoming uh, pub and has looked after us so well in preparations for this. And on the day, so around four o'clock, there'll be light finger food served during the show as well.
1: Well, well worth the money. Well worth the money, Tina. So this coming Sunday, 9th of October, Fennessy's Bar Hotel, the place to be from 3pm. And where can you get your tickets? Did you say on the door?
0: Uh, They can get their tickets there on the day on the door or just uh, message Kenny or I privately beforehand.
1: Okay, Tina D. Parton, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been longing to speak to you. Uh, Best of luck on Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. Now Alan Wells is holding a Working with Angels workshop at the South Tipperary Art Center, Nelson Street, on Saturday, the 15th of October, from 1030 AM to 4:30 p.m. Price is 60 euros. And to book your place or find out more, you can contact Alan on this number, 089-428-1683. Staying with the Art Centre, the very talented Eve Whelan is having an acoustic gig there on Thursday, the 27th of October. It starts at 7 30 pm. Admission is free, but you will need to book your place. You can call 052 61 27877 or go to southtipartcentre.ie and check out their social media pages. Now, how about something for Halloween, which isn't that far away, and this sounds brilliant. When Next We Meet present the world premiere of Carol Wick at the Old St Mary's Church in Mary Street on Saturday, the 29th of October, inspired by the dark folklore of Ireland's past. Tickets are €15 plus booking fee. Get more details on the When Next We Meet social media pages. Danish retailer Juska coming to town. Their brand new store opens in Clonmel next Thursday, the 13th of October at the Town Road by Supermax. They'll be open daily from 10am to 6pm, selling an extensive range of products for the home. Elevate Fitness and Performance are holding over 55 classes. And the great thing about this is you can try out two classes for free just to see if it's for you. Drop them a message or call them on this number 086172. 7063, if you're interested. A charity night in Adolf South Tipperary University Hospital Children's Ward is coming to Bennigan's on the 12th of November. DJ is the legend that is Billy Bop. There'll be a raffle and spot prizes on the night, and it all starts at 8pm. The Tipperary Hygiene Bank, based here in Clonmel, are looking for volunteers. If you'd like to help out or just find out more, give Phil a quick call on this number, 0862697835. At the Showground Shopping Centre this week, Golden Discs are celebrating their 60th birthday and you can get up to 60% off certain products in store. M&S are talking Christmas and you'll be glad to hear that their Christmas food order is back after a break of two years. Order online now at marksandspencer.ie. And check out Iceland's flash sale from Wednesday to Sunday on certain products. And don't forget to inquire about their brand new Iceland Club Card where you get discounts on certain items in store if you have one. Heading out to the cinema this week, here's what's on at IMC Clonmel at Lux Don't Worry Darling starring Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine and Harry Styles. Also in Lux, The Woman King with Viola Davis. For the kids, Lyle Lyle Crocodile and DC League of Super Pets. And coming next week, Jamie Lee Curtis, yes, it's back, Halloween ends. For bookings and more details, go to imccinemas.ie. The Loretto Secondary School are holding an open weekend for sixth-class girls to see and try out what Loretto has to offer. It's on Friday, the 21st of October from 3pm to 6pm, and on Saturday, the 22nd of October from 10am to 1pm. Get more details on their social media pages. Fancy being king of the barbecue? Well, an in-store barbecue demonstration will take place at the Clonmel Garden Centre on the 23rd of October from 11am to 3pm. It's a free event as well, so I want to pop along and see what amazing dishes are prepared there. You might learn something. I might go along myself. Save burning all those burgers and sausages all the time. RTE chef Eunice Power will hold a cookery demo in aid of Support Serena after spinal injury at Hotel Manila on Thursday the 13th of October Prices 20 euros, all are welcome. Get more details on hotelmanella.com. A parenting wellbeing programme running for six weeks takes place at the Clonmel Community Resource Centre starting on the 10th of November at 2pm. It's also free. You can contact Bernadette May to register on 86 or email bernadette.may at bernardos.ie the Long Way Round 15K Walk Run for the Southeastern Mountain Rescue Association takes place on the night of Saturday, the 26th of November. Taking The Long Way Round the Holy Year Cross. More details on the Clomel AC 1971 social media pages. Bingo continues this Monday night at Hillview Sports Club and what better way to spend your Monday evening with a chance of winning lots of cash. The jackpot stands at 1,000 euros with two grand in prize money. You get tea coffee made by... Seamus at half-time, and maybe a biki or two as well. Doors open at 7pm with eyes down at 8. Enjoy the bingo if you're popping along. A Courage Muay Thai Fight fundraiser takes place tomorrow, Saturday night at the Talbot Hotel. Tickets are €25 from Hotel Reception. And if you'd like to find out more, check out the Clonmel podcast Bite Size this week, where I spoke to Eric Hare.
0: The Clomel podcast, Job Spot
1: Jobs this week. Lifestyle Sports are looking for a Christmas sales team member. Get more details on ie.indeed.com. Waiting staff are wanted at the Pagar Chinese restaurant across from the railway station. You can drop your CV into them there. Waiting staff are also wanted at the Junction Cafe in Parnell Street. Again, drop in your CV to them. A store colleague is wanted at Holland & Barrett. ie.indeed.com has all the details there for you. A senior stylist and apprentice with third and fourth year experience is wanted at Lloyd's Hair Salon. You can email your cover letter and CV to Kira at this address Lloyd's Express One at Gmail dot com. And I'll spell that out. That's L L O Y D S X P R E S S one at Gmail dot com. Dove Hill are looking for elves and other people for Santa's workshop. Santa at Dove Hill at Blarney.com has all the details there for you. M&S are looking for Christmas staff. More on MarksAndSpencer.ie. And Dunn Stores here in town are also looking for Christmas staff. Get all the details on their website, DunnStores.com. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clonmel podcast, you can email the Clonmel Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, time for this week's interview, and it's our Clonmel's Wild Geese feature.
0: Clonmel's Wild Geese.
2: Ben Kane, welcome to the Clonmel Podcast. Thanks very much, Mark. Great to be here, Ben.
1: Now, Ben, tell us where you are.
2: Um, I'm living in... um, Home is now a small little um, enclave in Spain called um, Arbaleas. It's about two hours south of Alicante and about 40 minutes in from the coast. Um, we'd have Almeria would be close and Murcia would be close. They're about an hour away. But Alicante is the airport that we would tend to use.
1: Okay, so it's it's October. Tell us what the weather's like there today. Make us
2: all jealous. Um, Well, actually, it's a little bit overcast today. (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not. Um, And the temperature... Um, I'll just read off the phone here what it's saying. It's saying that it's 25 degrees and we have an 8% chance of rain.
1: Ah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's about 14 degrees at home and it's kind of sunny spells and showers at the moment. There we go. Um, what what brought you out to Spain in the first place?
2: Um, okay, so <clears throat> I need to go back a little bit. Hmm. Um, I, I've worked um, in the construction industry all my life, I'm a plumber by trade, but was lucky enough to have uh, been employed by MF Kent and Company back in the day. Um, and um, I was lucky enough to have people in my corner that were giving me opportunities to progress. Um, and with that, I eventually started working overseas. I worked in Egypt, in Saudi Arabia, in Jamaica, South Africa, Qatar, um, Dubai, UA, uh, Bahrain. I uh, worked in Russia for a while, um, so the the last from 2005 to 2018, I was working in in the in the in, in let's say the Middle East, Qatar, mm. um, UAE, Bahrain area, and the blue skies every morning um, just got to me. Uh, you you go out and it just gives you a different breath of of air when you see the blue skies. You're not seeing the dreary weather like it have in in Clonmel with overcast and mm. 90% chance of rain rather than 10% chance of rain here in Spain. Mm. Mm. Um, and in 2012 or 2013, I think it was, I bought a house here in um, in Spain and the rest, as they say, is history.
1: And had you gone to Spain,
2: say, on holidays? Is that where the attraction was there? <clears throat> no, 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 not at all. No, I mean, um, originally I wouldn't have liked the heat at all and possibly... If I'm honest with myself, I probably don't like the heat. I prefer the cold because you can warm yourself up, whereas in the heat it's quite difficult and expensive to cool yourself down. Mm. Um, And we would have gone on holidays. We, we, Younger years, I would have went to Spain um, to, yeah, I I think we went to Canary Islands. Mm. Um, But when we had kids, then we moved and we went to um, Tunisia, quite a few times, they did a full package of um, kids clubs and all that kind of stuff. So we did that and um, the kids were looked after and we were able to um, enjoy ourselves at the same time. So in that respect then, how long have you been out in Spain? Um, Really since 2018 only. Right, so it's very,
1: not fairly fairly recent then, isn't it, really?
2: Yeah, well, I, b- I bought a house originally in 2012 and sold that and bought another one and then put a lot of work into it, into doing it up. Myself and my partner, we, um, she's very good at hands-on. So we, we, we bought it. Well, I had bought a doer upper and then met Sam, and um, we did this up. And yeah, it is, We believe it's what we want. Is Sam from Club Mill, uh, Ben? No, she's from um, Kent in the UK originally. Oh yeah, yeah, An ex police um, officer. No messing about there, then Sam. Oh Ben, Absolutely, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and what is life like in Spain for you now?
2: Um. Well, I, I've for the last I, I came home from. I was in Frankfurt for about fourteen months. Yeah. Um, working on data centers with um Jones Engineering, and um, we got back here at the end of July, and. We hadn't been here for 14 months so the area that w- the gardens were overgrown we, we were expecting to meet david livingston in there <laughs> um there was a leak in in one of the roofs um and which caused a lot of um dampness and mold so we had a lot of time cleaning that out and um as it happens we're getting married on the 19th of of this month congratulations so Thank you very much. Spanish um, wedding? We had uh, uh, it's actually in Gibraltar. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's quite difficult to get married in Spain, actually. Is it really? Um, yeah, yeah. The affiliation with the with the the Vatican, I guess, or of Catholicism, mm. makes it quite difficult. Oh wow! Um, whereas Gibraltar is is quite easy. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the house needed a lot of, of work. So the first month, um, we were flat out getting stuff done and repainting and going through the garden and yeah, it's just a nightmare. And then last week we, we, um, took on a a challenge. We, we cycled from the north of, um, north of Portugal to the south of Portugal in five days to 738 kilometers or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I know when yeah. I was in contact with you to schedule this interview, you were saying, I'm just heading off to Portugal for a cycling holiday.
2: That was it, obviously. That was it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How did it, it go? It was very good. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. We, we, um, there was some tough, challenging climbing days. Now yeah. we, I think there was one of the days we had over 3000 meters of climbing and 175 kilometer cycle. Um, like the, the distance itself is quite challenging, but when you're the at 3,000 meters of climbing as well, and I'm a little bit out of condition. When I was training, while I was in Germany, I had a, an accident and I fell off my bicycle and fractured my pelvis. Mm. So um, it took me six, seven weeks to recover from that.
1: But you're an avid cycler, um, I gather, anyway. Well,
2: <laughs> Believe it or not, I only started cycling maybe in two thousand and ten. All my life, I had Gaelic football, hurling, and soccer with Evergreen um, Gaelic football, obviously Clamwell commercials, and um, hurling with St Mary's, and that would have been my life from when we, I say, it, were in school um, with Desi with Desmond Dial, actually, um, up until maybe I think it was about forty. I think I stopped playing junior B or something like that. Um, it was always uh, Gaelic football and, and yeah. And I only took up cycling. When I went to Qatar, they, um, heard about my Gaelic football and that I was able to play and stuff like that. So I didn't have much of a team and they were looking for people to add to it, but I was grossly overweight. So I took up cycling to, lo- cycling to lose the weight and, um, eventually started getting the weight down when training, um, got back some way fit and yeah, took part in the Middle Eastern championships and stuff like that. And,
0: that's fantastic.
2: Minutes, but yeah, it was it was brilliant. Um, we went to Hong Kong and we went to Singapore with the teams uh, for the, the world championships um, and met Michal Murahertik and uh, had a great old chat with him. <laughs> brilliant. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Construction has been good. You mentioned, funny, you, you mentioned
1: a list of countries you, you spent time in as well, any standout ones for you? You know you mentioned Jamaica, Qatar, there again a few moments ago. Any standout ones for you while you were there?
2: I think they were all stand out in different um, different respects. Mm. Uh, we, we we there was um, there was a project in Egypt in Alexandria in 1983. I think we, we were working with Kent and um, they were looking for people to go out, and there was um, maybe six or eight of us that put our hands up and. They said, Jack, yeah, come on. But of that six rate, there was three guys from Clamell. There was um, Seamus Moroney from the old bridge, um, who lives out in Mile Rover's territory now. Um, Keith Aylworth from Art Fatima and myself. Um, and we went working into never been outside well, I'd never been outside Clamel, I think. I was never no outside way. Ireland anyway. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then we we ended up in in um, Alexandria. We we went to Cairo on a couple of occasions. Went in to see the pyramids and got inside the pyramids and, um, yeah, it was fantastic. And then I guess Saudi Arabia, um, that was just totally different um, experience altogether. Where there was no no alcohol, no there was nothing. We we were working up in the middle of nowhere, and um, we were staying in a small village next to the project, a a place called Arar, doing turbines for um, ESBI, uh, ESB International. Um, They got Kent in, the company they had in were failing, so they got Kent in, and luckily enough, I was drafted up there again, but um, that was quite barren. And back in those days, sorry, just going back to Egypt for a second, Mm. in in those days, that was 1984, Mm. um, there was no mobile phones, obviously, so it was letters. I was writing letters. Yeah, no to, internet, nothing uh, like that. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. So um, you had to write the letters, and I'd write letters every week one to my mother and one to my uh, fiance at the time, Magella. Hmm. And um, yeah, every week you get a letter back and you'd send a letter. And, and if you wanted to make a phone call, you had to go into a hotel inside in an Alexandria and reserve, reserve a time to make the call. So they'd book the line and the whole lot. It was, yeah. How times have changed, so ben. much more different. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Un- like, here we are now
1: having a conversation. You're in Spain. I'm in Clonmel. It's, you know. <laughs> it's-
2: yeah, it's like when uh, the, the line, as you say, is as clear as if we were next door. Uh, yeah, definitely, without a <laughs> doubt. What was Jamaica like? Um, Jamaica, I was. I was there for three weeks. We went out doing a survey <clears throat> um, for Kent's on a project that they were chasing um, in Hunstown Bay. It was um, uh, turbines, again, electricity, power plant. And um, it was, the people were very, very nice. Um, yeah, it was, again, just totally different. There was, unfortunately, there was drugs everywhere. Yeah, um, I didn't partake of anything, <laughs> just like, just put that out there. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, like, I mean, you, you could get anything you wanted. And then Russia, I guess, was totally different from from a cold perspective. The weather there in wintertime was minus 48. Oh, my God. I remember I was coming home one Christmas and um, it was minus 48 in in Moscow. Mm. And it was plus four in Shannon where we landed. Mm. And um, it was actually colder in Shannon than it was in Moscow because of the wind chill factor and the way the wind gets into your bones and the cold gets into your bones and stuff like that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Let's 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 take you back to Ireland now, back to Clonmel. Whereabouts in the town are you from?
2: Um from Queen Street. Oh yeah. Um yeah. Um opposite which what it used to be in, in back in the day was uh fifty Queen Street is is uh, the address, but it's it was opposite the laundrette. Tobin's laundrette was opposite us back in the day or the, the local bar was just across the road as well.
1: Oh, my God. The laundrette was on the corner, wasn't it? The um, That's, yeah. RB, yeah. RB Models is there now. It's a model shop, like railway stuff and, and model cars ah. and all that. That's on there. I can remember um, being over. Uh, I, I just moved over uh, to the family home, and I remember getting on my bike and bringing a bag of washing up. There's a lovely lady in there who would take the bag of washing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and, and originally originally that was Tobin's yeah um, I don't know if you know Danny Tobin um, mm. who was the father um, they had two sons I think and two daughters um, and they when when they sold that up they moved up to um, I think it was Irish town I, right. I, I think it was Tobin's yeah and I think Sausage Power bought it over um, great name I yeah I can't remember his first name <laughs> Do you know why he's called sausage? No. (laughs) I I guess because he was long and thin. Um, But he he owned, Mrs. Savage was a relation of his and he lived up Western Road. Um, But yeah, he was involved in the rowing club I think at one stage. But sorry, yeah, we're going off on a tangent. Queen Street is where I was from originally. You do all my messing around between Pierce Park with Desi Dial, Franny Kelly, Willie Peters, Mick Kelly, Michael Smith, um, Dwyer, John Manny um, Fly Flynn sorry Fly Fitzgerald um, and then in Plunkett Terrace you had all the Georgie Pike again Bunny Crotty um, and then Shamrock Hill. Uh, I have uh, my best mate Garrett Condon who I'm still friends with um, to this day we were friends from very young age and um, still best mates at this stage good days growing up Ah, oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my father died when I was, I think, uh, two years nine months or something like oh that, and I have a younger brother, Jim. Mm. Um, so the mother, she was an extremely hardworking lady, and she was, she was she she would be on the the book or the chat as turns the older brother used to call it. like yeah. them. Um, She'd be on the book in Savages, uh, which was a local little where the local bar is now. There was a shop there and the pub was alongside it. And then um, there was the shop in um, Upper Gladstone Street that was owned by Healy's, Mr. and Mrs. Healy, Seamus Healy's mother and father. And um, she'd be on the book inside there, and with her widow's pension and doing two or three jobs, she'd keep paying them off week by week and bit by bit. And but in those days, people trusted you to do that. I don't know would uh, would you get away with it now so much? What was your mom's name, Ben? Um, she had. Some people called her Joan, and some people called her Catherine.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I'm just amazed by, by by different names of people. Uh, you know, it's a yeah. of that. Do, do you know <laughs> was, was she Catherine or was she Joan?
2: <laughs> um, I think it was Catherine. But right. like some 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 of the 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 post, she would get her. Yeah, she would have Joan on it as well. Wow, it's I think Joan Joan maybe to her friends and Catherine to people that maybe she didn't know so much. I love that. I, I just love
1: that idea. <laughs> uh, like, like the nicknames of, of sausage. Brilliant. Love that too. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Because <laughs> my, my mother used to call him that, so I don't feel guilty <laughs> calling him <them> that.
1: <laughs> well, you do realize across from where you were, a big little store is going in there now. Oh, really? So the Nationalists. Oh, office and Ch- Chadwick's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nationalists and Chadwick's have now been knocked. So, right across from the local bar, is the works going underway for this new little store.
2: That's, well, here's here's another little story for you on that. Mm. There, there used to be a farmyard there um, that was owned by a lady called um, Mrs. Atchison. I can't remember. I think her name might have been Bridie, um, who would be a relation of Tom Atchison, again, from Mile Rovers. Mm. Um and i used stay there was a house on the corner and i used kick football and play hurling up against the wall but i used to stay in the house she was on her own and she was afraid that she'd die um and nobody would um find her so she used my sister did it before me but we used to get 50 pence a week um to stay in the house at night times with her and i just check in with her in the evenings and check in with her in the morning see that she was okay and um, if I go on, if she needed any messages or shopping like that, I'd go off and do it as well. But yeah, that was very nice. So that that, that that's what it was originally. It was a farmyard before Chadwick's um, took it over. And that goes right
1: onto the back of Oliver Plunkett Terrace, doesn't it? And it does. Yeah. yeah, there's a
2: car track up along there. Yeah, that yeah. goes between um, let's say Plunkett Terrace and the Haywood Road. And what about school days, Ben? Where'd you go to school? Um, school went to Saint Mary's. Um, initially because my older brother, Terence, who died some years ago, he, he went there and I think it was just following suit, but, um, my mother then changed me to St. Peter and Paul's. Hmm. And, um, I think that that's where I met up with Garrett. Um, and then the high school, obviously.
1: And what, what did you want to do when you were uh, a young kid Funny enough,
2: th- there was a time when I was very young, I was looking to be a priest that was quite common, um, though,
1: wasn't it? Really, back in the day.
2: Yeah, it, you know the way the 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 church had a big influence on, yeah. in rural Ireland. I guess that that's that was probably part of it. Um, don't really like. I'm a plumber by trade, but I don't know. that I ever want? I would have loved to been in um, doing PE or something like that, but I was never never bright enough to um, to sit down and study and stuff like that. I wanted to be out playing with the lads and kicking football and hurling and running around the place like lunatics. And you mentioned earlier you were involved
1: in the JA, weren't you?
2: Oh yeah. Like Clamel commercials, John McNamara, who was uh like like a father to us I, all, I think. Um, he stood with me when, when I got married because my dad died, so he stood with my mother. Mm. Um and he used to call in um every because I was an apprentice, I was up in Limerick, um, in Foss or Anco as it was called those days. So mm. it's be away Monday to Friday, um, get the bus on a, a Sunday evening back to Limerick and then come back on a Friday afternoon in the bus again. But he'd call in on Saturday mornings to see ev- everything was okay and um, that I was going to train on Saturday afternoon. And when we we're in school, when we we're underage, like under 12, 14, 16s, he'd be down at the school gate handing out the medals, regardless of the weather. Once he got the medals, he was down seeing that everybody was okay. And yeah, great days
1: good day's so let's let's go forward now you've you've left school you're uh, maybe you know 18 19 uh still in town i gather were you
2: no I, uh, yeah I, when i immediately when i left school um i got a job in the county council um just a summer job yeah uh, digging digging ditches and stuff like that doing tarmacadam and um anything that they wanted us to do we we got it and kept us off the streets and got a few bob and um, after that, then I had, um, I had done a couple of interviews. Um, I was too young to join the Gardaí. The Gardaí was one that I was looking to get into, but I was too young. Um, I, I did an, uh, an interview for Apprentice Plumber, Apprentice Plaster after doing my leaving cert. And, um, I got offered the Apprentice Plumber one, um, and attended an interview down in the Faw Centre alongside where Spars and Simpsons used to be. Um, I think Boots is there now. There's a, a place alongside there that was the Anko Center, and um, got I was lucky enough to get that and um, went to Limerick for a year off the job. Um, and then during that year, you'd have to spend four weeks down in Cork in um, the um, CIT down there doing your technical part of it. And who are you working for then in Chan doing your apprenticeship? Um, well. I think it was one of the first ones where you didn't have to have a sponsor that the government actually sponsored you. Um, Anko themselves right. took you on for the year and then they helped you get a job once you qualified. And I ended up working with Hall Tierney from Art Finnan. Hmm. Um, it would just be very funny because a lot of the work that we get with Hall was um, with companies from Art Finan, like the Halley brothers are in the round with people from Art Finnan, hmm, hmm. And they knew me from from football. And I'd be going into the houses and they'd say, Are you Ben Cain? No, 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 I'm Ben Keen. <laughs> of course, massive rivalry there. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially back in those days when Babs Keaton and Yeah um Eamon Gorman and John McNamara and yeah, all those guys were top oh, And what about hanging out? So you got a few
1: good in your pocket. You must be going out on a maybe a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night, or is just good and go out on a Saturday night.
2: <laughs> um, well I Believe it or not, I didn't really start drinking until I was 24 or 25. Mm. Um, Yeah, and because I was an apprentice, I was getting maybe 12 pounds a week, of which four pounds I had to give to the landlady. So that left me with eight pounds. And the bus, I think, was about another two or three quid, um, which then left you with six or seven quid in your pocket. Mm-hmm um so you weren't able to do a whole pile but we would meet up i don't know if you ever remember there was um the ormond lounge which was where five star was Mm or um yeah the supermarket that's there now um super value yeah um opposite the post office we we used there was a load of school friends that we frank farrell anthony Corby, martin burke um garrett i think and a few more, we'd, we'd meet up in there on a Friday night and have a few rock shandies and a, a bag of taters and discuss the actions of the week and who were playing at the weekend and what was going on. And. Is that Frank Farrell that used to work for Digital? That's right, yeah, 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 yeah Frank. Cousin of mine.
1: <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> he well, wow. A bit like Desi Doyle. <laughs> Another <That's>, one.
2: <laughs> my goodness. I think I'm related yeah. to half the town at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Fun, funnily enough, Frank... And I, were, when we were in school, we were, we were close friends and Frank used to come up on a Saturday night yeah. to watch Match of the Day in my house and we'd sit down and we'd have Kimberly Biscuits and a coffee <laughs> oh, watching Match of the Day. And no no remote controls in those days. You had to go over and flick the TV if you wanted to change it over. And not as many channels either, I'd say, back then. Oh, uh, Jesus, yeah, no. There was RT1 and 2 and I think BBC maybe and ITV, that was it. And when did you get to work for Kent's then, Ben? I think after about six months or seven months with um mihal Tierney. Hmm. um there was a guy working with kent's michael mcgarry was his name he was financial director with um kent's but played gaelic football with Clamell commercials and uh said to me one night in the dressing rooms um what was i doing i said i'm working with a guy locally in town and uh he said would you like a job with us in Kent?" he said we're looking for people at the moment and i said ah oh, yeah no problem so he came back to me the following week. Said, "Yeah, you're starting Monday. Call down to the office." So I said, "Look, I can't start so quick because I need to give notice." So I gave my notice to me, Hall Tierney, and um, went down to uh, Fleur, the head office. Uh, met Keenan Fennessey, who is was the um, the HR manager, and he said, "Start in um, Watford Crystal um, on Monday." So I started in Watford Crystal which was great. I mean, I went from having 50 quid a week with Michal Tierney to having about 150 quid a week with, with Kent because you were getting paid lodge money and stuff like that. Amazing. Which we were never used to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, um, uh, after two weeks down in, in, um, Watford, they said, okay, you got to go to Dublin Monday morning. You're starting in Bowlands Mills. And I said, what's, how would you get there? What's your the address? Oh, you need to make your own way up. So, with the toolbox on my bag, I went off thumbing up along the um the road. Eventually got there all right. Got the old days of thumbing. Oh yeah, Jesus. But I like with my toolbox and my bag of clothes <laughs> and I used to stay with an aunt. My mother was a twin and her um her sister, Auntie Peggy, she was living in Rap Mines. She was um she was a, a lady's waitress mm. or whatever you call it, I don't know. But she used to look after this lady, Miss Eileen Hogan. And um, she had an apart- the bottom apartment in um, a three-storey house. And um, I used to stay, stay with her then. Spent most of my apprenticeship in Dublin, actually. Good times? Enjoyed happened. Dublin? Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to know yeah. the well, place. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, during the week, you didn't get up too much. I, I used, most of the time, go training. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday and Thursday, there's a park down the up, up the road in... Um, Turn your bushy park, and I'd go up, run around there, and do some exercise for the for the football, keep myself fit, and keeping you out of trouble. Do you get to come home much at all? Um, not really, no. Mm. The um, like with COVID over the last couple of years, anyway, there wasn't much travelling back to Ireland. Um, no, I haven't. I, I think it's been maybe two years since I was back in Clonmel. Mm. What do you miss about Clonmel? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's lots of things that you reminisce on. Like we, as, as kids, I don't know, did Desi mention, I don't think he did on his podcast. We used, we used every Saturday morning, um, we'd meet together as a group and we'd head up to the cross. Yeah. We'd go back down into Glenary, into Kerry's castle and then back home. The, um, the, the main road, but just walks like that and reminiscent on the good old days and yeah, maybe not seeing um, family that I have there, all my friends on a on a regular occasion, that 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 probably, um, yeah, probably the most of it. But you know, Spain uh, and uh, just offers up an awful lot more stuff as well. Like, so I mean, you, you've you can go cycling the whole time, it's the weather is so much better, and yeah, it's hard to weigh up. But then, like, as, as you say, you've got Facebook, you've got all these apps now, Zoom. Yeah um all these other ones that are there as well that your um whatsapp
1: i mean if you think Um, about it if you think when you were away working at kent and all those countries wouldn't it be nice to have technology like you have today back then well you could do a video call to family friends at home or whoever you know what i mean
2: yeah yeah actually it's funny you should mention something like that now there's um and none so when when we were in egypt we used to go to um, mass every Friday. Friday is the, the like their Sunday. You're very good and to do
1: that, actually, Ben. Because normally, when you know your, your mum or your, or, your, or your parents aren't around, you kind of don't do that, don't you? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> you're very good to do that when you're away. <laughs> Be afraid in case she'd find out. <laughs> but there was um, there was a nun that, that I met there, um, Vernice, mm. and we're still still writing to each other. That's like lovely. twenty, almost forty years later. Yeah, that's so nice. She's 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 living up in in County Clare. That is so lovely.
1: And yeah. to to finish up, do you have a favorite part of Clonmel or a favorite
2: place around Clonmel that you like? Well, I think Queen Street would always be up there as as um, number one. Um, like with all the the lads that we had when we were growing up. I mean, that was. The character building stuff um, where you'd go off with all the boys and out to the Wildy or um, up to Cross or Giant's Grave all these places and then you'd go up the Green Swimming um, you'd have your clothes under the towel and you'd jump off the Conferm Bridge with Frosty candy and yeah it's just Did you do that? Did you, the, actually, did you jump off the bridge? I did yeah uh, I dived off the bridge I did some competitions in the rowing club actually one year we were diving off the bridge Wow Yeah it was, um, yeah, it was great crack.
1: Well, do you know what? It's It's been a pleasure. We'd like to again wish you all the best for the 19th of this month with your uh, pending wedding. Thank you for taking time out to join us on the Clomwell Podcast on our Wild Goose feature. Ben Kane in Spain. Thank
2: you. Thanks very much, Mark. It's been a pleasure talking to you and keep up the good work. Thanks a lot, Ben. Cheers. Take care. God bless.
0: The Clumel Podcast.
2: Thank you, Ben,
1: and if you know someone, or maybe you are living abroad and would like to take part in the Clonmel's Wild Geese feature, please get in contact, email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. So there we have it. That is the Clonmel podcast for this Friday, the 7th of October. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in contact, you'll find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and, of course, on the website, www.theclonmelpodcast.com. Look after one another, have a safe week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by County Tipperary Skillnet. Upskill with County Tipperary Skillnet. Bring your career to the next level with their new leadership development program. You can book now on www.countytipperaryskillnet.com.
0: You've been listening to the Clummel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions.
2: Your town, your podcast.